0: Hello everyone. Um it's me. I'm back. Ah, it's Morgan. <clears throat> it's Morgan. And this year has quite literally sucked, but it's also been one of the greatest learning experiences and I, I can't really, I don't want to put one word onto it because it's more complicated than that, and we all know it. <laughs> so, yeah, and things got crazy there for a little while. Things were really overly peaceful for a while in quarantine, and a little bit too peaceful because things got pretty boring. And then, you know, things amped up. We had the elections, I went back to school, I moved back into um, a house down here again at school, and online classes kind of kicked my butt a little bit. They were easy and also very difficult at the same time, and it took a big toll on me just for the fact that me and my roommates spent our entire days sitting inside of our house together, you know, just using a lot of electricity and energy. I'm the one who pays or, like, manages the bills, so every time that I pull it up that month, I'm like, oof, I wonder what it would be like if we were actually in classes and the school was using some of that tuition to... (laughs) to pay for the electricity inside the classrooms where we can learn rather than in our own rooms. So anyways, it's been crazy. Um, But I got a break after the semester ended and I spent Christmas with some of my family, obviously grandparents for a lot of people this year, um, were not able to come spend Christmas and everything and Thanksgiving and everything with your younger family like my grandparents didn't necessarily want to be around me a college student who lives basically on campus and you know my teenager brother and his like his friends everyone who he comes into contact with as well as my little sister so and that was rough we had a very long FaceTime on Christmas morning and open presents and everything so it all worked out and we um, individually wrapped their presents and sent it in a huge box to their house. We got to see them unwrap theirs, so it's just, you know, everyone's just dealing with it, but, um, yeah, it was a nice little break, and now I'm back at school again. I came back down, actually, for one of my friends 21st, which, by the way, this is so weird, is that this year I'm a junior in college, and like, all of my friends are turning 21, and it's all kind of bunched together, and obviously 21 birthdays, 21st birthdays are important, so you want your friends to be there, so it's kind of, like, been crazy, um, because everyone's birthday's a lot more important, and, you know, you want to be here for them, so I came back down early and spent that with her, and then New Year's is coming up. Tomorrow is New Year's Eve, actually, and... And then after that, there's more 21st birthdays, but I want to talk about New Year's. We're finally going to get out of freaking 2020. And I know that everybody says, like, oh, 2020 sucks so bad, blah, 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 blah. It does. Um, and there were some good things, uh, Some just a few good things. I could probably count them all on one hand that came out of the year, but... It's over. And also people like to say that the changing in the year does not necessarily mean anything's going to change. But I think if you're like me, I believe in the collective energy that, you know, goes around in this world. And I think that if if everyone's feeling like this is a fresh start, everyone in the world is kind of like 2021, like we're getting out of 2020, things are going to change, then I think that that can make an impact on how things actually go. So yeah, so basically today I want to talk about my 2021 word of the year. Okay, so basically this word of the year thing stems from my mom's obsession with positivity, which I used to despise. So There's this author, and she read all of his books, because, so she's, like, been this leader in the medical field um, for basically her entire life. She started off as a nurse and everything, and then, you know, just, like, did her thing and worked her way up and everything, and so she read this guy's books. His name is John Gordon, J-O-N-G-O-R-D-O-N, and he's kind of, like, he's an award-winning author, basically, and a speaker, kind of almost like a motivational speaker to me. I've not actually read or listened to really any of his, um, you know, content. My mom will always, like send it to me or something, but I just never was one to listen to that. And honestly, I never got into the whole positivity thing and power of positive thinking until I came up with the idea myself and I think that's how it has to work for everybody but so when we were younger um she would always make me and my brother before my sister was around even I think or before she could comprehend it um she would make us choose a word of the year because that's what John Gordon Did in his writing, I guess, is he would say to pick a word of the year rather than pick a New Year's resolution, because you know they say New Year's resolutions are made to be broken and no one can ever keep up with them, blah blah blah. And so basically, I think what his thing is, how she explained it to me or how I remember it, is that a word of a year is just something that you live by um, throughout the year and you just use to keep yourself inspired and motivated despite what happens like with this whole pandemic my word for last year was content and i think i did pretty good job at keeping content throughout the whole initial quarantine and everything now it's getting a little bit old and you know some other things contributed to my end of the year freakouts but <laughs> i think i did a good job being content in everything so So, (laughs) a funny story is one time, I don't remember how old he was, but she asked me and my brother, and I don't remember what my word was, but one time, my brother said, obviously, he's been a big jokester in the group of us, we're all like to joke around and everything, but he said one year, with a straight face, we were like driving in the car to Starbucks or something, my mom asked him, and he was like, poop my words poop and i think my mom tells this story a lot and my mom goes is like trying to keep her her cool and not freak out on him for not taking this seriously and she goes okay why why do you, why do you think that poop is your word and he goes because it just reminds me to keep on pushing and then it kind of made sense and we're like okay he's not crazy this is funny but I don't know. So we like to bring up that story every time this rolls around this conversation because it's so funny. But even at that age and with that humor, he was able, able to kind of comprehend the idea. And so if he can, and his word is poop, I think that everybody else should be able to come up with a word for the year. So... I always kind of took it as a joke or just as something dumb, especially in my teen years. Um, Every time, whenever she would tell me to be positive and think of a word for the year, I'd just roll my eyes and throw out some sort of word. But last year was the first year that I think I kind of took it seriously. Because when I first started telling her, like, honestly what my word was for the year, I think she just gets kind of shocked because she can't tell if I'm making fun of her or not. (laughs) But... When I finally began to see where she was coming from, was when I finally realized how actually helpful these words can be this word for the year, this word for you to live by, how it can help you kind of frame your year around that and keep that in mind. And each of the, it helps you keep a positive outlook on whatever craziness each of the coming years bring. So. This year, I picked the word whole, like W-H-O-L-E. Um, and it sounds really funny when I tell people, I'm like, if I'm trying to be serious and I'm like, my word for the year is whole, they're like, wait, what? And I'm like, no, like, like whole, like whole milk, but, you know. So, what I have already started doing to achieve this... Well, okay, so first of all, I want to explain. So, by wholeness, I mean I want to do everything this year to its whole capacity, you know, like not do anything halfway or I want to love myself wholly every single little bit of me. I want to love the people around me wholly, I want to just surround myself with things that make me feel whole and complete, and I just want to do everything to the best of my ability so that nothing feels empty, I don't want any halfway done things, I don't want any halfway relationships, if it's not going to be done wholly, I don't want it and I don't need it in my life because there's just no room at this point for things that are just to lay around and be I just I I just think of the word empty is what I don't want. I just want to be whole and I want to love everything to its greatest capacity and my greatest ability. So, and I've already started kind of doing a few things to start the year off right, start 2021 20, off on the right foot towards this goal. So, I want to tell you guys I don't know why I keep saying you guys, because nobody really listens to those. but I think I'm just going to manifest that people are going to listen to this and take it in, so I'm saying you guys, but I know, I, I and also that helps me feel like I'm not crazy, um, just sitting in my room talking to myself, you know, I like to do podcasts with other people, but uh, it's hard to get people to do it with me, and it's hard to coordinate, and it's hard sometimes I think for people to take it seriously or take me seriously anyways talking to myself calling my computer you guys so here are the things that I've been doing to achieve my word of 2021 of being whole so starting off with Christmas which just happened I made it a point to only ask for things that I knew that I would need and that I would keep for a long time um I want to decorate my space and buy clothes and, ha- like, just own everything that I own. I want it to feel essential and, like, it's going to serve a purpose. No empty items laying around my room. You know, everything is... I bought mindfully and for a reason, and I'll use it for a long time. So, with that in mind, I made my Christmas list um, with, you know, just what I knew, I don't know, like, specific items, and I, this is, like, the best Christmas list that I felt like it was thought out purposefully. Anyways, I don't know. So, um, one of the big things that I asked for and got from my dad and my aunt and uncle, it was, like, a combined gift because these things are crazy expensive, is a cappuccino, or, a, <laughs> an espresso machine. And I've wanted one of these for so long because no matter what how good the coffee grounds I get, potted coffee just doesn't doesn't do it for me. not like not like a cappuccino, a latte, whatever from a cafe or a coffee shop, you know, I would just be making this like so-so coffees in the mornings and just like pouring a ton of this watered down coffee into a huge coffee cup just to get enough caffeine, maybe a cup or two to support me throughout the day. And it just, I didn't, it didn't taste good. And I would just have to like load it up with like some sort of good flavored syrup or like, you know, I don't know. It just, I I hated it. And then I would always end up wanting to go get a latte or a cappuccino or something from somewhere. And so one of the things I asked for was an espresso espresso machine. And after I drink one cup of those in the morning, I just feel very complete, and I feel like I'm ready to take on my day. Whatever. I also got a light therapy lamp. Um, I actually used a gift card to buy this because I didn't decide that I wanted it until like after I had already sent out my Christmas list, but I got this so that I could just feel like I was doing something good for myself in the mornings, like I can get ready in front of it, because supposedly if you have like 20 minutes in the morning and the night in front of it, it's gonna make you happier, (laughs) you know, give you some vitamin D, and my mom said that um, a lot of night shift nurses use these things, so I was like, I'm gonna get that and do something good for myself and have some extra lighting in my life, because especially with COVID and everything and having to do all a lot of my classes, most basically every class in my room, I feel like I haven't been getting too much sunlight and I've just been kind of in this cave doing my work and everything. And I think that this could help me feel like I'm getting some more of that vitamins and nutrients, whatever, you know, just lift up my mood a little bit. So, Yeah. Okay, so the next thing that I have been doing to kind of connect myself, reconnect myself to my inner self, my mind, whatever, is journaling when I have anxiety or too many thoughts. And it took me forever to get into journaling because I kept thinking that I had to have some crazy structure, like I had to like follow some sort of prompt or whatever, but literally what I've started doing and it just it makes me feel so like I just feel so like so much negative energy is released and like like I don't I don't know what I just do is I just open up to my next page of my journal I date it I don't put any titles and then I just write whatever I feel like I need to get out of my head if I have a lot of anxiety that day I'll write I'm anxious about dot 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 and just write a bulleted list of each and everything, no matter how dumb it is, how small it is, how big it is, what I'm anxious about, and and then it's all out on paper and it doesn't have to live in my head anymore. And then sometimes I'll write, then I'll write like I'm grateful for dot 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 and write a bulleted list of everything that I'm grateful for because I like to make sure that even when, on nights when I've kind of achieved minimal anxiety, that um, I'm noting what I'm grateful for that day. I'll note, like, very small things, like... I can't even think of anything, like, right now. Let me look at my one from yesterday. Yesterday I wrote, I'm grateful for car rides, Julia's humor, which is one of my best friends, spontaneity, losing things and finding them, a little sense of wait a little sense of danger recognition reconnection with myself greek chickpeas okay it can be something as dumb as that i found some really good delicious seasoned greek chickpeas at trader joe's and they're like my favorite thing reading writing words plants walmart warmth the sun the beach being excited about life being present doing things on my own and accomplishing them having one really close person So just anything ranging from, sorry, that's my straw, from stupid to amazing things that happened to you that day. You write it down and you just recognize what is good in your life at that time. And it really makes you just feel grateful and complete and understand how much good is actually around you. Even if you're so anxious about all the things above that, you can kind of compare and contrast those lists So then after I write down that, I will write down my manifestations or I'll just say like what I'm hoping for, dot, 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 and just write the things that I'm hoping to happen in the next few days, in the next year. Um, I'll read some more examples of that. So last night I wrote, I am manifesting dot, 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 a healing mind, healing body, great new year's. Wholehearted self confidence, self love to its fullest extent, love deeply for those around me, better connection with, <laughs> better connection with the people around me, opportunities, exciting endeavors, creativity, no toxic thoughts, healing again underlined. I guess I was specifically feeling like I needed some sort of healing last night. Mindfulness, breath, motivation. I wrote creativity again. Did I already? Creativity, positive energy, whatever. But, yeah, so, and then sometimes at the end of these, I just like to write a little closing out statement in my journal and just say, you know, I'm openly accepting all good things to come into my life with open arms, open heart. You know, I'm just, like, accepting all good things because I just want to put it out there. Like, if you got something good for me, universe, like, send it my way. Like, I'm ready for it. And... And I'm kind of like also like screw off negative energy. So I'm just say, I am not open to negative energy. And then I close my journal and I go to sleep and I feel like at peace, at least for the moment. So that's a really great thing that I'm going to try to keep doing throughout the year. Okay, the next thing that I've been doing to align with my word of the year being whole W-H-O-L-E, hole, is um, taking deep breaths when I recognize that I'm not being present. So whether I'm with my friends, if I'm sitting outside, if I'm driving, if I'm in the store, and I just like kind of realize that I'm not in the moment or I'm not breathing. Sometimes I'm just like, I just will start holding my breath like a little bit, and I'm not getting any oxygen to my brain, and then it just shuts off, or I start to get really anxious, and I'm like, hang on a second, you're not breathing, so I'll just take a deep breath in through my nose, out through my mouth, whatever, and then I'm like, kind of like looking around me. I'm like, what is good in this moment right here? So I'll see my friends. Like the other day we were on the beach, we were sitting on this white sheet and it was one of my friend's birthdays. And I just looked at my friends. I was like, I'm here. The ocean's there. The sand's underneath me. This white sheet is really pretty. Like I love my friends, blah, blah, blah. I'm so excited to go to dinner tonight. And then it just, you know, just makes you feel a lot better. If you just take a deep breath, get some oxygen to your brain, because sometimes When you get oxygen starved in your brain, you start just not being present and you start thinking of like bad things or things that you're anxious about and like things that are coming in the future that could be bad. So that's another big thing that I like to do. Going along with that in terms of my friends um, this coming year and I that I have already started doing also is just making sure that I see the good in my friends, that I see the good in my family, and, you know, just the people around me, and see them for wholly who they are and not hoping for anything more out of them than what they are in that moment of time and what they have provided me. I don't... I want to stop putting expectations and pressure on the people in my life. Like, whether they know it or not, if I am expecting things out of people, then I'm not appreciating them for who they are in that moment. And I'm not appreciating, appreciating them to their full extent. So, you know, and that kind of has to do with what I'm grateful for. If I'm, if I hung out with a friend that day specifically, um, and I noticed that I like something a lot about what they bring to my life, then I'll write that down and what I'm grateful for. And yeah, that helps me appreciate and wholly love the people around me more. Um, going along with that I think it's a really good thing I just started writing letters to you can start writing letters to friends who you don't see often so one of my friends from high school we hang out usually like a couple times a year because we went to different colleges but we were best friends like all throughout high school pretty much and I love her so much but whenever we're at school it just it like gets really hard to keep up with each other and like obviously you're not going to text each other every day because that's just difficult so over Christmas break we were like thrift shopping and we saw or she saw something that had to do with like one of those wax seal stamp kits that you seal letter or people used to seal letters with and she was like man I wish I had a reason to use those so and then I and then somehow we came to the idea that we would be pen pals. So the uh, yesterday after I got back down here, I got out a piece of paper from my journal and I wrote, you know, I told her all about my day that day, all the bad things, the embarrassing things that happened, the things that are coming up. I asked her about her New Year's plans and cuz the letter is getting to her after I after when I wrote it obviously like a while after I told her to write me back telling me how her new year's went what she did what she wore and asking her about her word because I've told I mean she's met my mom before and I think we've talked about it so I wanted to know what her word or her goals for the new year are and everything and I think that that's a really good way to stay connected even with the people who aren't physically around you um and it's better than texting because texting life updates is feels just very kind of ingenuine sometimes and it can just make it feel like not worth it so then you just end up never speaking to that person until you see them in person which then you know then they don't get to hear all about your life because there's minimal time always there's never enough time to catch up fully and so I think this is a really fun idea to still keep in good touch with the people who you want to like from high school You know, you don't obviously have to become pen pals with everybody because you don't need that. You only the people that you really want to keep in your life at that time. I'm about to end this probably soon because it's getting a little long, but another thing I want to do to keep myself along the track of being whole is knowing myself and what I need at all times, what I need to be around to be healthy and happy mentally and physically. So just knowing when I need to go on a run, knowing when I need to rest, knowing when I need to sleep in a little bit more if I can, knowing when I need to go to bed early, knowing when I need alone time or when I need to be around friends, just things like that. And also, in in light of all this, um, just letting myself feel things and not psychoanalyze every single emotion that I have. Um, I want to avoid, you know, too much physical... And mental self-reflection so I don't end up picking myself apart in the long run. So don't overdo it. Don't psychoanalyze yourself and breaking down every little thing. Because it's not supposed to be something that is negative. You don't want to pick apart your relationships with everybody around you. You just... You just gotta be... I don't know. I don't know. So it's kind of a balance that you have to find. And I think everybody is going to have their own balance. In their own way of doing things. So, yeah. But if you're listening to this, I encourage you to maybe think of a word of the year um, that you can kind of hang on to and live by if you are not one who likes New Year's resolutions. Um, it's kind of fun, and you can try it for one year. You don't have to hold on to it for the entire year if you don't want to. But it's a good tradition, I think. So thanks, Mom. Love you, girl. Yeah. Um, that's all I got for you. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go have a fun, hopefully, like, a good start to the New Year's tomorrow. Just hang out with a few friends, maybe dress up cute just for fun. And, yeah, I hope you have a great New Year's Eve and a great start to your 2021. Go listen to my other episodes if you haven't, and follow my Instagram. Holy crap, I haven't been on it in forever, and I just forgot exactly what the name Okay, it's making underscore lemonade underscore podcast, and my name is Morgan, and this is Making Lemonade Out of Life, so yeah, hopefully I'll see you guys soon. You guys in quotes. Love you, love yourself, love others. Bye.